What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Cut. Christian, Sean, Randy are back for our first um, wrap-up of the week one of the fantasy season. Um, there's a question about how we're feeling after week one. I, I plead the fifth. I don't want to respond to that. <laughs> uh, how are your fantasy teams doing? I'm about... So, of the 14, I'm about... I think I'm six and eight right now. I think that's what I'm looking at for this week. It's a tremendous question, Christian, that I just don't quite know the answer to. (laughs) I am four and six, so we're we're on the right path, Sean. I normally see I'm I'm feeling great about it though, because every single year I go like one and three in my first four and then just hit my stride when the playoffs come. Like in armchair last year, Sean, I was one and three. And then just went off. Yeah, it doesn't uh, matter. You lost anyway. I I believe uh, this week, if I beat Christian, I win in seven out of eleven leagues. So pretty good. I I don't think you're gonna. I haven't looked in a second though. We oh. don't need to. Let's focus on this. Eighty-two percent. Eighty-two percent chance. Obviously. Okay. Like that. And with how this week's gone, when your player. Twists his ankle and is out for the rest of the game in five minutes. That's true. This I mean, this week's been brutal for injuries. I yeah, a Derrick Henry wildcat that went nowhere. That was funny. All right, Sean, we're we're pledging not to talk about what's happening on the TV screens, um, because you see, Derrick Henry just ran for fifteen yards or so, but he wasn't in wildcat. So, uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Randy, but, yeah. Uh, I, I, the true feeling for week one is I'm glad football is back, but a lot of injuries, a lot yes, of injuries. and a lot of overreactions. Yeah, yeah. But that's week one for you. I, I feel like it is extra strong this year. Like even me, I saw Ridley above Julio, and I wanted so badly to just run around with my victory lap, just fucking hold the torch. Do a nice little sprint around the track, but I know that's so foolish, and so I decided not to. Plus, and it's not like for to that, and it's because it's not it's not like Julio just disappeared. I mean, he had twelve for a hundred, or he had nine for a hundred and fifty-seven. It's just he didn't find the end zone, right? Which was always my argument, though, and that's why I feel really, really good right now. Uh, that's the wrong tight end, sir. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the. Uh, Michael Pruitt is, I'm pretty sure, is the Titans' third tight end that just scored there. Also, weird spelling of that name, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> is that how you pronounce it? Michael. Yeah, it's Michael Pruitt. Oh, but it's my, it like, my Cole. Yeah, it's my Cole, not like Michael. Not your yeah. Cole? Okay, so next topic. And moving um, on here. Guys, um, I won first place in Thrive Fantasy this week. That's that's a big one. It was uh, nice that it wasn't your name I saw. It was exactly. the cut FFL. I, I was happy yeah. with that. Um, I actually finished, I believe, 20th in that. So I won some money in that too. Yeah, I'll, have uh, to, uh, I'll have to check how I finished. Yes, it's, right. if only Sean would have listened to oh, our sure. Sunday oh. morning, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning show. I was working. Hey, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying, we. I think the think we missed. I personally had two that were slightly off that I said, and that was Cam was like twenty yards short, 
And Rivers is just get a Rivers out there with the picks. I, I don't Dude, know what to tell you. They had 441 yards of offense. They didn't punt the ball once, and they lost. Yeah. Well, see, like, that's the, unbelievable. Sean, I don't know if you actually played this week, but the prop bit for Rivers was half an interception. But if you went the over, you got, I believe, 80 points. And if you went the under, you got like 140. So, like, the plus minus there was so good. <laughs> You're like, Jags defense isn't great. Maybe Rivers can just not be shitty for one game. Apparently not. I. <laughs> oh, and I and I think I think you guys had to deal. You guys dealt with this too. Um, with your guys's um Vandal lineups. But shout out to fucking DJ Moore. You know, with his four receptions for fifty yards, and um Boston Scott for coming in for. Miles Sanders and doing absolutely nothing because I had a shot for a while there with my FanDuel lineup to win the league I was in for FanDuel because I had, I mean, I got 64 combined points out of Jacobs and, and Wilson. Plus I had the Wilson and DK Metcalf stack. And then I just got destroyed by Boston Scott, Marvin Jones, Darren Waller, and DJ Moore. I wouldn't say you got destroyed with Darren Waller though. I mean... All tight ends destroyed lineups. The I reason mean, Dar- Darren Wall was thirteen on the week, fourteen. I mean, yeah. Which in, in DFS that is a little tough. Like I had, who- I originally had Kittle and I pivoted because I wanted to. Uh, I, 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 I to be honest, I saw your tweet, Christian, about um, I had the Carson Wentz to Sean Jackson stack to start with, so I pivoted away from that because I. I thought about like the deep balls and it, it wouldn't have mattered anyway, but um, because adding Wilson was better than having Wentz, but uh, well, having Waller didn't help as much. Yeah. I will say anyone who had Dallas Goddard, Josh Jacobs and Devonte Adams in their lineup, I would say probably won the grand prize this week. Hell even spending. So, right. So in that league, it's just, it's my buddy and a lot of the people he knows there's 15 of us and we just create a lineup every week. Right now, the winning lineup was Wilson, Cook, Aaron Jones, Emmanuel Sanders, Calvin Ridley, Paris Campbell, Hayden Hurst, Josh Jacobs, and the Bengals. So really, the only, like, Wilson, Ridley, and Jacobs were kind of the headliners there. Um, So the winner didn't even have Devontae Adams. He just kind of spread it around between four or five guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was, like I said, this week one was weird. I think the weirdest part was that ESPN Sleeper, DraftKings, FanDuel, all of them were fucking up during the first games, and it was pissing everyone off. Yeah. Sleeper especially. I've got a league. Shout out to the guys down in North Carolina. that we moved over to Sleeper after doing our draft on ESPN, and all they wanted to do was bitch, bitch, bitch. Uh, I'm not going to get my three points from my kicker. Yeah, because we shouldn't fucking have kickers, first of all. Uh, yeah. Second of all, Relax. Sleeper fixes everything. Sleeper's a really good app. How about the fact that Yahoo was the one that didn't mess up? It's because no one's playing on there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had a Sorry, they had a hundredth of the traffic. They of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Um, so we have an ac- Christian, you want to go through the the rankings accuracy update for ours for week one? Sure. Um so as of right now, and obviously we're recording in the middle of the Titans and Broncos game, we got 56% of our uh, rankings correct. Uh, so if you guys don't know, most of the like major fantasy analysts shoot for 60%. 
And once Janu catches a couple more passes tonight and AJ Brown gets a little more involved and Derek oh, we Henry. already have Derek Henry. Uh-huh. Uh, Noah it, Fan has already proven right. We have both the quarterbacks in this game at the back end of our list, so it's we're gonna we're gonna be up over sixty percent. If we hit on everyone tonight, we're at sixty three percent. So I guess this is a a shameless plug to hit up our rankings this week. Uh, we are currently working through the week two rankings. They will be posted by Thursday morning. Um, but oh, I just will, I will say, if some of the top running backs and people like that didn't get hurt. We'd be over seventy percent on the fucking week. I yeah. mean, nobody got those right, thankfully. So I don't know what to tell you with that. I mean, right. I, I had Le'Veon Bell as a sit, but I thought he'd get at least somewhat close to RB two territory. <laughs> right, and so I will say the way we pull our accuracy, it might be different from how Fantasy Pros does it, but I just take the top twenty four at uh, each position except for tight end. Uh, because there are a lot of super flex leagues, so you're looking at those QE2 rankings. Uh, ultimately, like if our top 24 are right, then you'll have uh, additional flex options out of those top 24. Um, and then with tight ends, obviously, like there aren't too many two tight end leagues, so we we stuck to 12. So uh, we got we we have the potential to get 80 percent of our quarterbacks right and over 60 percent of our running backs right and then the tight ends and receivers were around 50 percent so uh we're feeling we're feeling good about that i would oh, say yeah. so. I, I'm fe- I will say i'm feeling good about my a1 tight end because i think noah yeah. fant might be a tight end one this, the fucking week <laughs> as this game keeps going on i've started to get more and more sad that i don't have noah fan in more league Aha, it's because I do. Yes, yes, yes. yes you, I do. <laughs> you should have listened to Randy, dude. Of course. <laughs> He's a beast. Right. But um, so what we're going to do is we're going to introduce a new segment today. And I believe this is how all of our Monday uh, recordings, so Tuesday episodes, are going to be moving forward. I mean, obviously that can change. But we're going to kind of combine our uh, recaps, our waiver episode, and our... Um, just kind of our like flyer type guys. Oh, Drew Locke, for the love of God, take a snap, buddy. Um, <laughs> sorry, you'll be getting that intermittently through this episode. This is the second time he's fumbled the snap, and there's been no pressure whatsoever. It's very true. Um, but he got the first. So but he did get the first down. Uh, so we're going to come kind of combine them all together, and this is kind of Christian's uh, creation here. It's going to be liars, flyers, and outliers. Almost wish we could have thought of another name for the last one because it's already got liars in the name, but yeah. it's not bad. I think maybe going, I think the liars is because of Bruce Arians. I'm not gonna I lie think to that's here. the only reason he wanted to put it. I, in I think going <laughs> forward, flyers and outliers might be great, but you sure. know, I, I think it could work, so let's just roll with it. Yeah, so what we're gonna do is, um, we're gonna list, uh, we have a, a pretty big list here of guys that may that were in, uh, either good or bad for fantasy football in week one. And we're going to decide kind of what, what we think they are. And we'll name them one of those three guys. So uh, the first one on the list is Bruce Arians. So wait, wait, how like, I know we're to label them as one of the three, but what are we distinguishing between liars and outliers? I, I, I don't kind of, know. So, so I, liars guys that like we, we think that, 
we can overreact about. You know what I'm saying? So like guys that we saw something that maybe we were wrong about. Um, whereas an outlier, someone like Carson Wentz, I know he's on the list, but I'll use him as an example. So like Carson Wentz, he had a really shitty game. So just so an liars, outlier because of so liars is more. We don't liars is more. We think this isn't just a one week deal. Right. This looks like more of a for sure thing. Uh, outliers is uh, we got to see at least a few more weeks. I think this is just a week that it had yeah. to happen like this. And flyers are basically our waiver uh, shouts, I guess, or yeah. or just guys that we feel we have more confidence in. Also, look at who's in on the goal line. Um, and look at who doesn't uh, score. And Gordon? Get, look at who doesn't score and gets pulled <laughs> the next play. <laughs> that was not good timing Sluts. for you. <laughs> I look up to see Melvin Gordon. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, so what? let's start with the liars. <laughs> let's start with our LFO with um, Bruce Arians. Christian, he's a liar. <laughs> but why? <laughs> He's yeah, a liar. So, and actually, it's a good it's a good liar for for Christian's takes. Uh, speaking in third person tonight, obviously, but um, Bruce Arians said that Leonard Fournette was going to have a solid role, really solid, and then he played in thirteen percent of the snaps. Don't trust anything that Bruce Arians says, uh, including that Ronald Jones is the guy, because he's a liar. He's a lying liar who fucking lies. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck Bruce Arians. Okay, Mr. Krabs. Also, mm-hmm. Ronald Jones getting 77% of the running back carries is just golden. I enjoyed that. Yeah. So what, like, are you just saying this is a liar, not because of how we actually outlined it, or just Bruce, I- Bruce Arians is a liar? Bruce Arians was the, the inspiration for the title liar, so I had to include him. Um, so ultimately, go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is I, I do think Bruce Arians is someone you can't really trust with coach speak, but I will say that, sorry, interesting play. Um, yes, it that, was, uh, that was Randy. Interesting play to say the least. I think this is like for what you like for how it's actually outlined. I think outlier is the, the right term for this because Ronald Jones did get 77% of the work. Yeah. Obviously we're, we're all in belief whether you think Leonard Fournette is better than Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is better. Who's better for this offense? Who should get the snaps? It's going to be more at worst case for Fournette. He's going to get at least 30 plus percent of the carries once he gets into this playbook, once he gets into the system. So I, I think it is kind of an outlier week for that. Although he, I believe, as Christian said, at least six times since we've been on this call, uh, that he averaged one yard a carry. So not a great week. Yes. I will agree. But um, all right, so this one, I'm going to say the name. Don't really want to have much conversation about it because <laughs> it's just going to make me sad, and I don't want to do it yet. Um, Baker Mayfield. I'm going to say outlier on the Carson Wentz side. That's all I'm going to say. That, that's it. I'm done. It's Kind of comparing him, comparing him to Carson Wentz. I'm saying outlier. That's I will also say outlier because I'm not. I'm pretty sure consensus rankings kind of go along with what I said for my rankings personally, in which he has a great shot to be a QB one this year, but it would be back end. I still think that's feasible. 
he did start off the game, I believe Sean said earlier, 10 for 11, a touchdown for like 150 yards or so. And then they started to change up the playbook and game plan slightly. It didn't work out. So I think outliers are a good way to touch on it for a bad game. Just a bad game overall by the Browns. Yes. Mm, I want to say outlier. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep the faith in Baker. I said that he's gonna be a quarterback one this year in my personal rankings, and in our consensus, he finished just outside, I believe, for season long. So I have to continue believing in Baker, although there are a lot of things that might indicate that they. He he's a liar. Well, but, like I said, if if the game plan didn't switch after multiple turnovers mm-hmm. and stops and Ravens just being kind of perfect on offense, I think I would be more along the liar side. But his stat line looks and but yeah, and it, his stat line would look worse if, if I agree. If this was a close game and it was that bad, then yeah, exactly. It's fair. All right, um, Austin Eckler. So we saw Joshua Kelly come in to be uh, kind of be the goal line back. Um, <laughs> Christian's bold prediction. I don't remember if it was – I think it was just for week one. Was that Austin, that Joshua Kelly was going to score a touchdown, which he did. I think a lot of that did have to do also that Justin Jackson hurt his hamstring, and he wasn't out there for much of it. Um, but uh, he, I, Kelly looked productive, and, and Randy, Randy and Christian both kind of talked about it. Um, so Austin Eckler, what is your guys' thought? I want to start so Christian doesn't get to say because this is my guy. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say outlier for Eckler um, and flyer for Joshua Kelly. Uh, obviously, Joshua Kelly has, I, I think he has a clear role. I think he's, well, if Justin Jackson fully healthy, he could take more snaps. I mean, that's perfectly fine. Uh, Kelly seems to be the goal line back, though, which is great. Eckler. This is an outlier. He he's gonna have his role. Don't worry about it. He's gonna get more passing work. He's gonna get more passing work. He has. He, he's gonna get some running work with a lot of passing work. It's okay. I say he's a, a liar. Um, I think he's gonna get more passing work, but I don't think it's gonna be enough. Um, to to really uh, where Austin Eckler was drafted, it was. I want to say top 15. I had him ranked RB 15. Um, I just, man, like Joshua Kelly being the goal linebacker, taking the high quality touches. I, I don't know what Austin Eckler's outlook is. I mean, he got one target. They basically said that, uh, who's their coach? Anthony Lynn. Anthony Lynn came out today and said, um, we, we need to do a better job of getting him the ball. But also, when you have a, a mobile quarterback, you're not going to have as many running back targets. He basically said, like, Austin Eckler's ceiling is capped. He, he obviously didn't say those exact words, but Joshua Kelly played, like, seven, 17 snaps or something like that and already capped Eckler. What happens when he takes that to the next level, Dude, you know? My biggest thing here is Eckler played, like, 80-something percent of snaps on Thursday night. We were fine with a pass catching running back getting no passing work. And yes. it immediately on Sunday, it's the death sentence for Eckler. Mm-hmm. I well, think if, if no, 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 I think if we can say Clyde Edwards Lair is going to get probably five targets a game easy and be an amazing full all around back, and we start 
shoving this bullshit down for Eckler when we know what he's capable of and we've seen it for three straight fucking years. I think it's asinine. Eckler is an outlier. So eighty over eighty percent of snaps. I'm pretty sure it was sixty seven percent. But um, with with Eckler, he wasn't getting the goal line carries with Clyde Edwards Alaire, he had every opportunity to punch the ball in. So you take away that touchdown upside from Clyde, and yeah, I think people would be worried too. Well, what's okay, let me put it this way. Eckler had 19 carries. Eckler mm-hmm. had one catch. What's more likely to happen? Eckler's catch number goes up or Eckler stays at that rushing number? <clears throat> The, I think it's right, which would mean that you get you instantly get more points for that. I guess I, I guess what I can say the silver lining for Austin Eckler is if Joshua Kelly is as good as Randy and I think he is, then they can line Austin Eckler up in the slot, and that's how he's going to get his catches. He's not getting the targets if he's lining up in the backfield. He's just it's not how Tyrod plays. And who knows how long Tyrod's in there? And because so Tyrod stinks. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't good. Let's move on to our next one, <laughs> Keenan Allen. Um, Christian's note here is Tyrod is ass. I've said that all off season that Tyrod yeah. is ass. Well, so I, this is this is mainly because he was one catch away from. I mean, Christian still won that Thrive Fantasy, but I would have finished a little higher. Uh, Keenan Allen just caught one more goddamn ball. Uh, <laughs> uh, but t- yeah, Tyra didn't play good. Uh, honestly, I think Joe Burrow outplayed him. Um, it's just, I, I, w- I don't want to say outlier with this, but it's not like we had him as a wide receiver one. So I, I'm going to say liar just because I, I don't believe in Tyrod Taylor whatsoever. Uh, you know, the only uh, way Keenan Allen starts to have value, like the same value again, I think, is he could be a, a security net for Herbert when Herbert does find his way into that lineup. I'm going to say liar because I've been on this train for a while now. I don't know if we ever got it recorded, but I said that no matter who the quarterback is, Mike Williams is going to be the biggest beneficiary, and then he gets targeted more than Keenan Allen, which is asinine when you think about it. Mike Williams is good. Keenan Allen is one of the best receivers in the NFL. Um, but I will say Keenan Allen catches at a better rate than fit, a much better rate than 50%. He had eight targets, four catches. I mean, that's why I don't want to all like just full out after week one, say liar, uh, just because I don't have him that high. Like you do Christian, right. like, like I said, like you don't either. Um, yeah. So I, I'm going to say outlier only for the fact that he's, if he's getting eight to ten targets a game, I think he's still going to be fantasy relevant. Yeah. Cooper Cup and Tyler Higby both. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is there a correct button? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I think this is an outlier, but I need to explain yeah. that I guess because. I think there are going to be games that Tyler Higby pops off uh, because Gerald Everett just can't stay on the fucking field. He was the first targeted tight end, though. He dropped the fucking pass, but he was the first one that Goff looked at. Um, but 
I think there are going to be games that Higby pops off, and then there are going to be games that Cup pops off. Cup did not look that involved. I think that Van Jefferson has a chance to to take over a, a majority of the targets, but I will say like this isn't going to be the regular thing. Cooper Cup's not going to score less than ten points. You know who did look mighty involved? Bobby Woods. Very true, and he always will be. But that's a, see, that's the problem with Cooper Cup that and Higby that me and Christian had is they're going to have the explosive weeks. They're going to have the touchdowns. Robert Woods will not. Robert Woods is going to be consistent and great. Cooper Cup is going to have a two to three touchdown game. Higby could too. Cooper Cup's also going to be more involved as the season goes. They just paid him a fucking extension. They're not going to pay him and not target him. So it's. It's got to be an outlier, but I will say correct button as well of us. <laughs> there are going to be games. There are going to be ga- the games where the Rams are going to have to throw much more than they had to yeah. last night. The Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys defense is atrocious, man. Well, and once Van Der Esch went down, it got even worse. Yeah, so it's not good. Yeah. Um, and they, Van, they Van Der Esch is part of their linebacking core was the only thing holding it up to me. They were able to run the ball. And just pounded down their throats. So that brings up our next guy, Malcolm Brown. This is a flyer. You you have to go pick him up, I think. Yeah, it's a flyer. And I want to say liar for the fact of it's clearly a flyer pickup, but it's also kind it's, of a liar. We didn't for, expect him to have as much impact. So right for this backfield of just yeah. with all three available, uh, it wasn't even a true split. Like Malcolm Brown just took over and good, for him. Looked, good for him. He looked really damn good too. He did. He and, did. In, in fairness, it, in fairness, the Dallas defense without Van Der Esch is even worse. And the Rams offensive line isn't that good. So it could be slightly an outlier, but it's definitely a waiver pickup. Yeah. I think Malcolm Brown is a flyer as well. I had uh, someone on Twitter tell me that, He's not a good back. He did this last year. And then my my response to that was, go look at how many passes he caught all of last year and then look at his total from last night. And he caught more passes on Sunday night than he did in all of 2019. And that's why I think you have to pick him up because he was by far the best running back on the field. Yeah. Than Ezekiel well, I, think, I think that's a catch. I think Davis got his heel down. I also agree. I, I will also say Akers will eat into this more and more as the season goes on, though. Yeah. It's not easy. I, I mean, but Brown can still be good, and Akers is going to continually get more and more into it. And 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 Daryl Henderson is no longer relevant. I'm well, saying. that's that's also not true too. because this is going yeah, to be three snaps. This this will be a hot hand approach in this team, though. So Henderson could true. win the win the spot for four straight weeks. Also, right. I, I'm just going to say I heavily underrated how good the Rams could be. That offense is just absurd. They run the same fucking play over and over, and it's successful. Yes. All right, move on. Um, Sorry. Naeem Hines. I mean, fly. Naeem, clearly. If, still, if, if he's still there, you absolutely have to go pick him up. Yeah, there's yes. nothing there's else. No, no Mac. Flyer, and I'll uh, the same thing I said for the the other rounds one uh correct as well <laughs> correct <laughs> correct yes. by all of us uh yes. obviously me and christian were more on the top end of it uh we also sometimes get a little excited so you know uh <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna be a lot better now that it's really a two-back system and heinz is clearly shows he can do it all 
Yep. Uh, um, Zach Moss. I skipped hmm. one. I'll bring up that guy next. You're good. I'm surprised you skipped that guy combined. over. Out of well, I think, I think <laughs> because the next two I want to combine. Gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Um, flyer, uh, with a little bit of outlier in there, uh, because of the, like the receiving touchdown where I don't think him or Singletary are like elite receiving backs. Uh, also, Allen went through about four progressions. Good for Allen, actually. Uh, to get to that pass. Uh, Three more he, than he got to last year. Yeah, but Zach Moss is definitely going to be the goal line back here. So, flyer. Who, who the hell is this running back that's currently on the field for the Titans? Does anybody know? Jeremy it's not McNichols. Darren, it's, it's not Darrington Evans. It's Jeremy McNichols. Who the hell is that? I don't know, but <laughs> next one, please, Sean. Uh, well, right. well, no, Zach Moss, for me, I... I want to say outlier because I refuse to give up on Devin Singletary yet. I don't, I don't even know if you can call so, this game an outlier, though. He was bad. He was very, very bad. And then he caught a touchdown that saved his fantasy week and made him flex-worthy, but not even really flex-worthy. I don't... I mean, I think I'm with Randy. You have to take a flyer on him. It's but a speculative. It's a speculative ad for redraft leagues. That's that's what it is. Because yeah. I mean, Which, he. I mean, let's be honest. Nine rushes, eleven yards. Like the the touchdown for that numbers. Yeah, that's that's an awful day from what's presumed to be the power back. Where Fr- they could have kept Frank Gore, who would have done better than that. All right, um, two Jaguars together. James Robinson, who saw every single running back snap, uh, uh, other than like two, and LaVisca Shaynault. Flyer, uh, flyer. Flyer, flyer. No wild Depending on what you need. I, so right now, of the three guys, I would say Hines would be my first priority. Probably Robinson and then Brown, because I don't know. Brown, we think that eventually... He could get less work because of acres, but Robinson, I don't think Robinson's going to, this is his job. So I, think. I, I will say the two other backs that would compete with him all were out. So yeah, it can, it's, it's, a, spe- good enough, it's a, it's a flyer for now. Plus but, they don't even know, like Armstead could be out for a very long time. What do you, t- Armstead's out for COVID. Right, but but that's what it, but that's Doug Marone said that he was going to be out for a while was his quote, and and yeah. Armstead has had, had like zero training camp. Yeah, that, but that's but I'm saying like that's what I'm saying. So it's because it's one game, and the only other really competition for running back stamps is Chris Thompson, which oof, Chris Thompson. Right, um, but what I'm saying is I think Ozigbo is the only other one that can compete. I don't think Armstead. I think, really but I so ex. Zigbo is immediate competition. If he's there next week, these snaps get split. That that's what I'm saying. So it's definitely a, a flyer for me. But I also think it's somewhat of an outlier. I will also say he had about 55 yards on like eight carries, and he finished with like 16 carries and like 68 yards. Mm-hmm. So something something went Leonard Fournette after a little bit there. Personally, so, I would still rather I, I almost think I would rather prioritize him over Brown just for that reason. Though. I, I am perfectly fine with that but I think that's a lot closer than yeah, that's people fair. think because of I like like you brought up why you have Brown lowered. I think Robinson also has that competition coming yeah. and Chenault is just clearly going to be an integral part of this offense. 
Because except for stupid Keelan Cole. Yeah, but Keelan Cole is a Chark truther. Well, Chark. I mean, Chark's getting double teamed. This is perfect. If if Chenault and Keelan Cole can actually be a fucking viable receiving options, that's great for Chark. Did Chark get the Rhodes treatment? No, no, he he just got doubles. (laughs) Yeah. Also, uh, R.I.P. D.D. Westbrook. Healthy scratch. Yeah. What the hell happened there? Keelan Cole, man. LaVisca Chenault, man. True. You have to think that they trade. You you would have to think that they trade DD. I mean, maybe. He's in the last year of his deal. What's he worth uh, for a seventh round pick, or would you rather just have him on your team? I guess. (laughs) All right. Um, Anthony Miller and Robbie Anderson. uh, Flyer outlier. Yeah, I don't see. I, I, I don't see. More getting four catches a game, so I'm going to say Anderson's probably more of an outlier. But yeah, I mean and Miller's already shown rapport with Trubisky when he's on the field. It's I mean he's done it for years now. So yeah. I mean Anthony Miller shouldn't he should have been a late round pick for you already. He mm-hmm. shouldn't bet on waivers. Uh, yeah. Robbie Anderson. The reason I say outlier is because it's Robbie Anderson. He had one big play. That put it over the edge. He yeah. had a decent game, but hit over a hundred yards game. because of that big play. I, I, I don't like. It was what, like sixty nine yards or something, or nice. more than that. Nice. Yeah, somebody had no. That was Crowder. Crowder had sixty nine. I remember that. <laughs> so he yeah. had more than that for his touchdown. So that mm-hmm. that really carried the day. That's kind of what I'm saying. But he's gonna do that. He will. It's just you never know when exactly. you never know when to start him. Next week he's probably gonna put up a goose. So I'm with you on flyer outlier. Um, Gardner Minshew. Flyer. Flyer, but like, so I I stood on here when we do in all those mocks that, I mean, Gardner, uh, Baker, there there was a lot of like really late round guys that I was targeting because in one quarterback leagues, worst case, it's a bad matchup. You move to a different guy. Mm. There's got to be someone else you can pick up. Garner's great in good matchups. He's he's a fun quarterback to watch. He's a fun quarterback off the field. I'm fine rock with him for six or seven weeks at least of the year. Yep. And his next matchup is at Tennessee, so I would probably I mean, stay with that one. I mean, I'm not ultra scared right now. Uh, yeah. I mean, this game's this game sucks, dude. I, Sean, I, I am tired. <laughs> Of this, oh, it's not fifty to fifty and half. It's this game sucks. <laughs> it's seven to this seven. Isn't the, this isn't the NBA. Teams actually play fucking defense. Let Dude, it go. It's okay, seven to seven. Well, because he missed the field goal, and because yeah, the Broncos yeah, got stuffed on the goal line. Irrelevant. Just calm um, down. This sucks. You suck. Carson <laughs> Wentz was next on the list. Yeah, uh, and outlier. I don't think he should even be on this list. I will honest. say outlier. He was not. No, no, no. Without the two touchdowns, he has a pretty good day. Plus, he or, was down two without the two picks. Sorry, he sorry. was down two offensive linemen and his starting running back. So he was an outlier. Then is what you're yes. saying. I don't. I and to to the extent that I don't even know if he should be on this list. He yes. was a, no, he outside be of the top twenty four. I'm pretty sure. So, you think you think that is going to continue, or do you think that this bad game was an outlier? That's what I'm saying, man. I then I just answered you. I, I just answered your question. Yeah, he should be on the list, dude, because he was shitty. He was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll get better. 
He'll get better once his line gets better. Once Miles Sanders is on the field, Boston Scott, what a fucking dud, man. Was actually twenty four. Chance he's outside the top twenty four after this game. Exactly. I will say, Trubisky, good week. Yeah, good for him, he, he did, should probably be on this list. He did miss a good amount of throws. I will say that. But oh, he was bad for three quarters. Hey. Fourth is all he, that matters. He was he was great in winning time. That's all that matters. <laughs> Joe Mix. Uh, owl, fucking outlier. Are you kidding me? It's an outlier. Yeah. But it's a well, scary I mean, one. No, it's it's not that scary. It's so, not because he did the same thing last year and he yeah. finished in the top. 10. The the reason it's scary. I, wasn't he like 13 last year? But anyway. Last year reason, last year, week one, Joe Mixon 2.7 fantasy points, RB fifty nine, finished RB thirteen. Yeah, so I I think it's an outlier. The reason it is a little worrisome is Gio Bernard was still on the fucking field for some reason. They give this guy $12 million a year and then say, hey, Gio, you want to play? I, I really don't know why he was on the field so much. That's because Joe saying. Mixon's a great passing back. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. Let him, put, let him put Gio Bernard on the field next week for as long as they want, and then we'll worry about it. Fair Big enough, facts. yeah. Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. 100%. All right, uh, let's take a break, and then we'll get into our uh, some other guys for that. All right, we're back. Um, so second part of the list, first guy, Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to say liar because I think you guys were wrong. Uh, okay. I'm going to say outlier. I don't know. I, to be honest, I have no idea. I just this think is it was very impressive. Specifically, game. what we said would happen. <laughs> we yes. said he was going to finish out. He's not going to be a QB1. He's I don't think have you guys one or two good right weeks. away though on the road in Minnesota. Bullshit! He, they have a they have one safety that's worth a damn. Yeah, people were touting the Vikings defense. I mean, even I started them in in a dynasty league, and Idiot. I don't know why I decided to do that. I thought maybe um, what's his face Ngakwe could get to the quarterback, but he couldn't even do that, and. Aaron Rodgers, they made Aaron Rodgers look like his old self, and I think they made Aaron, be, they made Aaron Rodgers look like Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers from four years ago, sure. Um, yeah, I it's an outlier. I I don't think it'll happen, but maybe maybe two or three times, and maybe that does. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he gets in as like QB eleven or twelve, but that wouldn't be far off from my projection anyway. So I'm not willing to call it a liar yet all right and then marquez valdez scanfling and alan lazard come on combined um i don't i don't know uh so randy you go first i i was i was looking into some some stats i feel better about mvs i think than i do about lazard dude so here's the stat i saw rogers had a perfect passer rating targeting lazard six for six over 60 yards and a score, I believe. Sounds right off the top of okay. my head. Um, so I don't, I don't know who to trust. I guess my answer is uh, liar because I don't think either of them are going to be startable ever. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you there, mainly because we don't think Rodgers is doing this every fucking week. Like, right. It's going to have a bunch of bad weeks here. And I, I mean, like you said, because I can't trust either one yet, 
uh, it's either liar or outlier. I mean, I I don't really know. I, I'm I mean, taking a I'm taking a flyer at MVS and putting him at the end of my bench. See to see if see if that's going to happen again. I took because, that flyer last off season. Yep. Because this is the guy. This is the guy that, and they've talked about like in camp and stuff that this is the guy they expected to see last year, and maybe we were just a year late on it. Well, they did see it last year, but then he got hurt. Right. So. I I think I think I'm kind of with you a little bit, Sean, in that I would trust MVS a little more because he's a different type of receiver than both Adams right. and Lazard. All right, uh, love Bell. I mean, it has to be outlier, right? Like, yeah, and he got he's hurt. Got your field for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Mm. Uh, hurt, I know, but he didn't look good when he was healthy. But it was against a good defense, so I'll call it an outlier too. But skeptical. Unless when he comes back, maybe Adam Gase will be fired by then. You would hope. <laughs> Everyone hopes, yes. Um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Uh, we already know Chris's opinion on Evans. Well, outlier on Evans. I mean, he was yeah. hurt going in. Right. We didn't even expect him to play. So and he still caught a damn touchdown. And yeah, and had a great and had a hard matchup. So that's outlier. Clearly. Yeah, Marshawn Lattimore. He hadn't caught a ball on Marshawn Lattimore since 2018. I've got to say, Mike Evans should have been ejected from the game. He threw a punch, and they called the the penalty on, I think it was Lattimore. Well, Lattimore yeah. pushed him in the back first. Yeah, but normally when someone turns around and punches him. I, he, it, was more of, it was more of a push, though, than a punch. He kind of, like, pushed him out. I get what you're saying, but. Lattimore just for some reason put shoved him in the back. Yeah. Uh Godwin I'm not worried about either. Got yeah, Godwin I'm not quite worried about. Um like it wasn't a tremendous game, but uh also Brady didn't play well, so Yeah. We'll see. I'll 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 yeah, outliers for both. I mean Godwin still was pretty good, right? He was top twenty four. Would you say the Man. next one of the Cowboys receivers? Are you including CD Lab? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not quite sure what. Uh, Cooper looks fine, so I'm I I wouldn't Cooper, even. Cooper looked fine against a hard matchup. Yeah, and so and, I mean Cooper was good. And Gallup, when he got Ramsey, looked really good too. He burned him a few times. <laughs> and that was such a so, weak. Also, call. sorry, yeah, quickly, well. Godwin right now is what is she were 27. Okay, but, so he's. He caught six of his seven targets for 79 yards, 13 yards a target, basically 14 points. So, I mean, most weeks he's probably going to get 10 targets, which is a good sign. Yeah. That was such a weak call, too. Yeah. The Yeah, Gallup should have had a better fantasy day than he did. I, I well, still believe in all three of the, the receivers. So, Well, I mean, Cooper, 10 receptions, 81 yards. That's That's a good week. Yeah, I mean, and he had a tough matchup. Um, I don't even know where Gallup finished. <laughs> I know CD five for fifty nine. That's solid for a rookie debut. I mean, yeah. if he's going to get six targets a game, that's pretty good. Maybe flex consideration. Gallup, I think, is like the truest outlier of this. I mean, yeah. he had another five targets, Gallup three catches. Three, yeah, he had three for fifty. I mean, and well, <laughs> and then the the targets that aren't on there. The I think he had three OPIs against him. 
maybe true. maybe just two, but they so, would have been a huge uh, game. But he gets so to, he gets to play Atlanta. Plus, he gets to play Atlanta next week. Yeah, very yeah. true. Holy hell. Um, John, all right, David, David and Joku, I'm going to take off this list for now because he's out yeah. for three weeks. Yeah, that's not even fair. Um, John Brown. Uh, I'm going to say... Yeah, I would call him a flyer because... Flyer, but he yeah. shouldn't. He should be on the fucking waiver wire. He, I, th- I think he is in one of my leagues, and I think he just got picked up be- right before the game. Uh, so by the Bills fan, it's not an outlier because I I truly do think, I mean they had about what the same targets, pretty much the same catches, just one had a, a decently long touchdown, mm-hmm. and that's John Brown between him and uh, Diggs. I can't say outlier because of that. I can't necessarily say liar because we'll, we we said that Diggs is going to finish higher in the year. John Brown's going to probably have the more explosive weeks. And one of them's going to be wide receiver two. One's going to probably be wide receiver three kind of thing. So, <sighs> Do we really think Josh Allen's going to throw the ball 46 times a game? No. No, no, no. That's, no, that's not happening. Because I would almost call this an outlier to the point where I, I think Dawson the, Knox becomes more involved. Passing work for the team in general is an outlier. But John Brown having a good game isn't an outlier. Sure. That's kind of what I... Because it, he's the second receiver on this team, and he can and he burns over top. So, Dak is um, is an outlier. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. what did what did he even finish on the week? Outside of the top twelve. Well, that's I mean, that's a, I mean that's an outlier for Dak in general. I mean, he finished I, top I five almost every week. I do I do think we're kind of underestimating the Rams defense. They were good. I mean, they were yeah. getting pressure on Dak, and I think they made him uncomfortable enough to. I mean, he's still. I can't believe there are people who say Dak isn't a good quarterback, <clears throat> man. Uh, True. He was making some crazy throws. That's good. It's good. Um, outlier. Um, yeah. one we said on here straight away that this is going to be just a rough game in general. They at about halftime for some reason kind of. Steered away from the running game for three drives. Didn't make quite sense. Uh, but when they were just full committed to the running game, they drove down field. So, um, outlier. Yeah. And he also got kind of like sat down for a couple, a few plays after he fumbled. And he mm-hmm. doesn't really fumble that much. So, yeah, the Browns should have much more room to run on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it's an outlier that leans. T- pretty damn close to liar for me uh just because kareem hunt outscored him again that's seven of their nine games together that kareem hunt know, and, and it's another game where the browns are trailing and needed to come back which could very well happen thursday sure oh yeah uh, hopefully not there's a difference between having like three or four turnovers yeah. to uh, all of which on your side of the field they give mm-hmm. one of the best offenses a great field position and being down three to seven points to a team. I know. Yeah, I agree. Um, I added this one in. Uh, Russell Gage. Outlier. I'm calling it a flyer. I say I want I, every single piece of that Falcons. I want to point out, it's outlier with speculative ad. So flyer as well. But it's an outlier because... Ooh, you can't have both answers. Just fuck off and let me explain at least. Jesus. <laughs> so Hurst is going to get more involved in the passing game as well as Gurley through this season. That's just going to happen. 
Also, Matt Ryan, while he does throw a bunch, isn't thrown for 450 every fucking week. So, for that reason, it's an outlier for that extent. Can Gage still get three to five catches a game? Yes. Can he get a touchdown? Yes. So, it's still a speculative ad because I want to see him do it again. Not He doesn't have to do what he just did. But he has to just, I want to see another good game from him before I would consider him at a flex position. There were a lot of times, man, when Sanu was relevant with Julio and whoever the second guy was, though. Yes, but the tight end position wasn't overly targeted when Sanu was. Oh, I mean, last years of Hooper, though. So, so the thing about the Atlanta offense is they support three pass catchers. No matter what, it was Hooper, Ridley, Julio for most of last year. The year before, it was Sanu. A little bit of Ridley and Julio, obviously a lot of bit of Julio. Year before I, that, it was Hooper. Well, it was Sanu, Julio, and Freeman. So yeah, and then even before they had, when they had Roddy White, it was White and Julio and Tony Gonzalez. And they yeah. still had him. So yeah, so it's gonna be three, but that's go get Julio my, Jones. Just go trade for Julio Jones. <laughs> yeah. But that's but really my, my biggest thing is I don't think there's gonna be a fully true third person this year i think it's going to be split game by game by game receiving work third person between gauge first and Gurley. so yeah for that reason outlier but yeah i mean if you have if somebody was shit on your bench and you have daryl henderson who didn't do anything or you have justin jackson for some reason drop him for <laughs> russell gauge fuck it yeah i'm with you there i i would call it more flyer than outlier just because I'm not comfortable flexing him yet, but I think I could be in a couple weeks. I mean, yeah. So I, I speculative for sure. All right, let me let me ask you guys this: Would you, if if you have a league without an IR spot, if you stash Debo Samuel and you found out that he had a setback and he's now on IR for three days, would you add Gage over Debo? Nope. I'm never gonna add a wide receiver three instead of a wide receiver one. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Fourteen. Sorry. Okay. Also, right. no IR this year is. Yeah, it's just a dick move. Yeah, kill the commission. If, if you don't have at least two IR spots this year, you're kind of a dick. It's a commission. I'm just saying. I in one of in one of the leagues that we do. It's one of my old home leagues. We have IR, but it's specifically for COVID. So we we didn't used to have IR, but we put IR in specifically for if guys get it, you don't have to drop them. So dumb. Um. All right, and then. Uh, I, James White, I think, is a pretty easy outlier one because yeah, um, uh, it's shut up, Christian. So I will say, last season, in the same offensive scheme, uh, nope. he did three targets was the lowest he ever had, and that was three games out of the fifteen he played. Yeah, and he also had five same carries. offensive scheme, dude. It's it's not, we dude. Have fuck a running off. Saying it's not the same fucking offensive scheme because Cam Newton runs the ball like six times a game. Like, just fuck off. And how did that go for Austin Eckler and James White this week, man? How did it go? Dude, what? That's not even a comparison. Yes, it, yes, Cam, it is. Cam Newton led the team and played well. Tyra Taylor sucked. But they're True. both running quarterbacks. That's my point. No, running quarterbacks Cam Newton, don't. Cam Newton is an actual option, run down your throat quarterback. Tyrod Taylor can scramble. There's a fucking difference. Okay. Well, I think James White's a liar. I think 
Rex Burkhead was the best back out there for a lot of the game. And no, that was definitely Green. Sony, but okay. yes, what she won't right. say because that he would make you yes. because Damian Harris is the best back on the roster. He's just not there yet. Pretty easy. Say, Sony was the best back out there. <laughs> yes, he was. All right. And then last one, um, the Ravens running backs, Mark Ingram and JK Dobbins. Uh, liar. Liar for kind of everyone. I do think they do try and run Ingram to the ground, but I don't know. I, I, sold... I, I don't know if Dobbins is going to be the goal line back all year. So that I can agree with, but I think it's going to be who's on the field kind of thing. I don't think they're going to rotate off. Yeah. Uh, right. I saw uh, Christian, you can talk on this more. I saw you talking to multiple people today. Uh, Dobbins got the high value targets and he got the high value carries. So, and he was the one out in front blocking for Lamar all day. He was the one making the effort plays, and that's going to win you. That's going to win you snaps. Why the fuck did J.K. Dobbins have to go to the Ravens? Oh, because because the Ravens uh, and the Steelers, unlike the Browns, uh, do the smart thing and draft players from one of the top three colleges in the fucking nation. From Ohio I understand State. the Browns not drafting Dobbins, but it's like why couldn't he have gone anywhere else? I mean, let's be real. It was it was a foregone conclusion. He was going to be a Raven or Steeler just to just to fuck us like that was happening one way or the other. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I know I saw Christian talking about it, but I, I forget all the conversations. All right, about that. So I went through and I highlighted. So we mainly touched on five guys. So the waiver is the last thing I want to talk about. I'll go fuck Great. myself here. Well, no, let, oh, I was, I, I'm I, was, sorry. I was throwing to Christian there. <laughs> <laughs> well, he yeah. didn't say anything. You you spoke you, as I was speaking. Right. <laughs> God damn it. How can but, they? <laughs> I think uh, J.K. Dobbins is a flyer. He's rostered, but I don't think it's an outlier, and I don't think he's a liar. I think Mark Ingram it can be classified a liar. I think Dobbins is only going to take more of the work, and Ingram is handcuffable, whereas we thought it was Dobbins. And I said this a long time ago, and I know – you, you guys kind of convinced me, like, oh, Dobbins probably won't take over. And then we saw Dobbins lead the team in snaps. Of course, it was against the shittiest defense in the NFL, basically. And hmm. Where have I heard that before? Well, and I mean, ultimately, like, it was like they were just in a scrimmage. And so they were getting their rookie work at a point in that game. But Mark Ingram didn't look good. <laughs> like, he, just, he just was slow. And Browns hold out to stop it, and it's primarily right. Ingram. the The biggest thing, uh, Dobbins got some goal line work that was good for him, and then about like the third quarter, or so the Ingram just didn't play. There's as much. no reason for yeah. Ingram to the field. So like like I said, I I said out I said liar because yeah. I think the initial going into the season thinking that they're going to run Ingram into the ground, he's going to get sixty percent of the work. Uh, just to get Dobbins into the system, get him high value plays, but let him still be fresh when they get to the playoffs. Uh, now I think it's going to be 50 50, basically, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. All right. And then I'm going to add one more because we've been watching the game and I just want to do it to kind of be an asshole. God damn it. Corey Davis already has five targets, AJ Brown has three. I, uh, I know what Randy's answer is. I 
I projected this. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have Corey Davis in my top 36, not, not in the weekly rankings. In, in my season long, I have Corey Davis as a top 36 receiver. So uh, I will say he's looked good today, obviously, but I will say liar for the fact that the Broncos have one good corner. Um, and he got hurt, and I don't think he's back in the game. He just got hurt to finish with, within the last minute of the second quarter, um, which was incidentally seemingly the only play I saw him on Corey Davis. Uh, uh, I saw AJ Brown kind of getting double teamed a lot. Um, but like I said, well, it's, I, I want to see this second half here. I mean, if he, if he has 10 catches, I, I don't think I can say outlier. All right. So then I highlighted the five guys mainly that we talked about to, to, I guess it'd be six because the last one wasn't really listed, but I'm going to put him in here anyway. So I want you guys to kind of, um, rank who you're prioritizing um when it comes to waivers tomorrow. Naeem so, Hines. Shit. Let me talk dickweed. Naeem oh, Hines. So rank the guys between Naeem Hines, LaVisca Shanel, Malcolm Brown, James Robinson, MVS, and Russell Gage. Holy hell. Personally, man. I go I would go Hines, Robinson, MVS, Brown, Gage, Shanel. You're wild, bro. So, I wanna <laughs> I wanna add in Joshua Kelly to that. Yeah, just saying. I would go Hines, Malcolm Brown, Joshua Kelly, Chanel Robinson. No, no, no. Never mind. Not Robinson. Uh, MVS, Robinson, Gage. I would put Kelly probably just behind Brown. I I'm gonna go. Hines, Brown, Kelly, Robinson. Sh- um, wow, Chanel, what a surprise. Chanel, Randy prioritizes the running back. Sh- shut up, figure. Chenault, MVS, Gage. And the what guy is, who was said to be lining up at running back is his first receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude. I <laughs> With all the injuries to running backs this week, with COVID, uh, I want all the running backs I possibly can. And, yeah, you spec- know. and speculative ads at wide receiver to be my sixth receiver and never play my flex. I don't give a fuck about it. I- I'm sorry. I- also, if I need receiver depth, that's different, but I don't. I- also, I'd have Corey Davis above every single one of those receivers. Except maybe Chenault. See, that, like, Chenault's, Chenault's kind of a trap play because he's playing all over the field. So, like... It's, he's yeah. not even really a wide receiver. Like he's, no. he's utility. All right, Cordero. So there you go. So those are the guys that were prioritizing Better. on the wire. Basically, moral of the story: go get Naeem Hines. Spend thirty percent of your fab if you have it. If not, I, just put the claim in. Oh, listen, I'd spend sixty percent of my fab on Naeem Hines. A I'm kiddo? not gonna lie. I yes. A full kettle. <laughs> yes, hundred percent. Right. Anything else, gentlemen? Go visit the uh, website for the rankings this week. There should be true. two. There should be two Monday night games every uh, week. <laughs> it is fun. I I will. There's two things I want to talk about. Get rid First, of Thursday night. Who needs Thursday night football? I like Thursday. Who needs you like, interrupting people? Let Randy talk. Fucking right. First off. <laughs> first off, one of first of two. I am pissed that through all of the fucking distractions, confusion, fucking up, catastrophe. 
that was Saturday night stream recording, uh, whatever. That was awful. What I hate most is when we left here recording Thursday or Wednesday, whatever it was, Christian was so cockily just Sarah, let's have, let's have a fucking bet. Pat's dolphins. Because of all that, I forgot about it. And I, <laughs> I, we, I straight up, that would have been a fucking slap. You straight, were up. straight up. I would be dolphins slapping the holy the shit out of him. And then the pay, right and then the dolphins <laughs> score 11 points. Yeah. Cause he's an idiot. Listen, you have to you have to reason with me here. You had Preston as your start of the week, so you had more faith in the Dolphins' offense too. Parker went down. Yeah, I know, and that was it. I mean, Miles the Dolphins Gaskin were the, Miles Gaskin was the leading rusher. Uh, Fitzpatrick played awful. Patriots defense played good. Cam played good. Time out. We should have well. talked about Miles Gaskin. We did. We delete him off. I'm almost positive I typed him in. No, I didn't. I don't want to touch him with a temple pole. Put put him at the end of that list. Um, I would have yeah, him over not, James Robinson. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But because they still have Howard and Brita. Brita yes. is their third guy. Either way. So I'm pissed because of all that craziness. We forgot that bet. Because knowing me and Christian and how much we compete with each other, it would have been a slap bet. And I would be the one up this time. So I'm pissed at that. Two. Aha. Hopefully, we have. We, I'm. I'm not saying we're streaming Saturday, nope. uh, but we're gonna try and work at it again. Either way, we're putting up a video Saturday night. Uh, we're yeah. tweeting out everything Sunday morning. If you have, if you want to follow the Cut YouTube and put on notifications, you'll know exactly when we're either streaming or have it out. Um, either way, uh, we did pretty good with it. Um, the DJs. At receiver, kind of screwed us a slight bit, uh, but that was about it. And we did talk about our Thrive Fantasy picks, which we hit on almost every single one. Christian won, uh, I believe, seventy dollars from just that contest on a two dollar entry. Yep. Uh, I think I won like eight or ten or something. I didn't really check, uh, but either way, uh, we we had a pretty good week. The injuries kind of screwed us, though. Yeah, um, hopeful for the stream, but the YouTube. Um, I should link it in the description, but I'm not going to. I'll just be upfront. Just type in the cut FFB into your YouTube search bar, and that first video, actually, the the video from this weekend actually pops up. So we're optimizing our uh, fucking search engine shit, and now you can find us pretty easily. Just type in the cut FFB into really anything. Google will be the first thing. I think our about us page comes up first. So look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> All right, Paul Rudd. Yeah, that was the point. Like, yep. About us articles, week one DFS show. We're we're killing it out here. Yeah, no, we are. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild. Thank right. you guys. Shit. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Not you too, but our listener. I mean, I think I'm pretty cool, but I, I clearly <laughs> didn't mean YouTube. Folks. I know. All right. Can I go edit this fucking podcast? It's great. I want to make sure I don't interrupt anybody. <laughs> I knew you were pouting about first, that. First, first time <laughs> ever for everything, man. For Christian Williams, Randy Hall, I'm Sean Ward. I'll talk to you guys Thursday. We gone.